All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Presented by Botano, Nick Alberga, and Jay Rosehill back together as we inch closer and closer to Maple Leafs training camp at Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe on YouTube. Just search Leafs Morning Take wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us as well. And it is an exciting time of year in the hockey world, the Maple Leaf world, and also for the Arkells. New album, new tour coming soon. Firstly, the eighth album, Laundry Pile, is set to drop on September 21st. Days after that, on September 29th in Philadelphia, they'll kick off the At Your Service Tour. Speaking of which, three Ontario-based shows were just announced. November 9th at the Sleeman Centre in Guelph. November 10th at the Meridian Centre in St. Catharines. November 11th at the Peterborough Memorial Centre. All dates and tickets can be found over at arkellsmusic.com backslash live. With that in mind, to help tee things up for what is sure to be a busy stretch for the band making his Leafs Morning Take debut, we're happy to be joined by the lead singer of the Arkells, Max Kerman. What's up, Max? How are you, bud? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm pumped to chat with you guys. Yeah, my pleasure. I got to ask you first and foremost, what's it like to be on tour? Because as me, somebody who covers the NHL, I go to like All-Star, I go to the draft. I'm always buzzing. So how do you like keep a healthy balance? You know, it's funny. I think people assume that because we're in a rock and roll band, there's lots of late nights, there's lots of drinking, there's lots of shenanigans. But we, I think if you want to have any longevity in this business, you have to kind of keep your act together. And, and, and you know, I can imagine, you know, Jay, you relate. It's like there's guys that probably partied a little too much and probably as a result, were a little slower practice. And as a result, their careers are probably a little shorter than they needed to be. And I think in the same way with a band, it's like if you don't, if you're on tour and you're going out to a bar talking until three in the morning, the talking is actually worse on your voice than the actual show itself. Because if you're talking and you're drinking at a loud, loud bar, 
your sleep is bad. The next day is kind of screwed. And then you kind of get in this cycle. So anyway, all to say, I look to guys like Bruce Springsteen or Chris Martin, Coldplay, and I see like how seriously they take the work. And I always, I always tell my friends, I'm like, when I come home, I want to go out and have a couple of drinks and I want to have, yeah, I could tie one on, but on tour, I think it's just, you're spending all this time and energy to try to make a good show. You might as well kind of get a good night's sleep. Yeah, sometimes I feel guilty when I'm on the road at All Star and I wake up the next day. I got to do a show and my voice is all scratchy, so I know exactly yeah. what you're Dude, saying. Good one job, come on, man. I know, I know. I suck at it apparently. Uh, so the eighth <laughs> album, the inspiration, uh, Laundry Pile. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's funny. We so we put out a record in 2021, 2020, and we put another record in 2022. And so no one was asking for a new Arkells record. You know, we've worked <laughs> consistently uh, for the last 15 years. But the band got together in January just to kind of hang out and just to kind of reconnect as a band because COVID kind of made things disconnected. Of all of those two records that we did uh, the last couple of years were sort of done remotely. It just didn't really feel like a five of us cohesive band effort. And so we just want to spend some time with each other. And we, we found an amazing rehearsal space around the corner from my place. And we just kind of shacked up there. And by the middle of February, we're like, oh, do we have a new album? Like we weren't really expecting to make. We had no agenda. We had no timeline. But we had these songs that felt really different from the rest of our stuff. We, and normally, you know, the goal uh, is how do we have a song that will end up on Hockey Night in Canada or in some montage that will like punch people in the face? Like that's kind of been our bread and butter. But on this record, there's no songs like that. The record is a decidedly very chill introspective acoustic record you maybe put it on when you're you're having your coffee in the morning or a dinner party or around the campfire just those kind of warm singer song songwriter records that i really love and that's kind of what we tried to channel that's exciting i'm looking forward to that man that's my uh that's down my alley you ever get nervous about like putting out a different type of album saying you know our fans are into us for this reason and now we throw a curveball at them do you ever get worried that it won't be received well or do you just trust in yourself yeah, that's a great question. I think for us over the years, especially like on social media and covers that we've chosen to play, we, we've made it very clear that like we're just not going to be a rock band that covers the Rolling Stones or something like that. Like, I love the Rolling Stones, but like if you come to a show, like you've seen us cover everything from ABBA to Katy Perry to Whitney Houston, you know, we've done other covers online. It's like we, we talk about how much we love all different kinds of music. So I think for our audience, they're not really that surprised if we take a left turn and do something a little different. And I look at bands like or artists like uh, David Bowie or Kanye West or, you know, the or even the Beatles, right? Like who, you know, were always throwing a curveball at their audience. And like, you know, if you look at David Bowie's catalog or Kanye West catalog, it's like there's a lot of variety in there. And I think for us, like those are the inspiring bands because they have longevity because as soon as you start repeating yourself, things get pretty tired quickly. That makes sense. Hey, you say you got a, a show tonight. What's your, you call it pre-show routine. I know pre-game routine, you got that game hanging over your head. You get your, yeah. your your routine going. What's a day look like for you when it's uh, when it's a show day? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was talking to some other uh, NHLers recently and I was saying it's not, I think in some ways it's similar. Like, it's like you need to be peaking at nine o'clock. In your case, it would have been seven o'clock, right? And so it's like, you know, we have sound check kind of early afternoon, I usually get a nap in. I'm like a very <laughs> expert napper. Uh, how long did you, did you, were you a napper when you played? 
Yeah, some. I mean, some guys were crazy, man. Some guys would take like two and a half, two forty-five. I, I don't do that. Naps. It was like, wow, man. I like to try to get that forty-five to an hour, but mm-hmm. inevitably, sometimes you stay longer and you wake up, you feel you got hit by a truck, and you gotta you know, snap out of it, you know? Yeah. So I don't. I, that's too long. I think like for me, twenty to forty at around like five o'clock is kind of my sweet oh, spot. I like to try not to eat before. Like if we're on at nine, I want to be done eating by five o'clock. Um, yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, and I'm also just thinking about like, what are the things about today? What are the things about the city that we're in that I can talk about that I can think about when I'm addressing the crowd? Because I always find like, you know, I just think about I really, truly just put myself in the fans seat. Right. And I've been a lot to shows and I always think about like, what are the, the moments of care that an artist has put into the show that makes it feel like it's very specific to this night. So, so I'm like, okay, what do I know about Ottawa? What do I know about the people here? What are my memories from being here before? Because I, I don't know, those little moments of connection, I think just go such a long way. You guys put on such a kick-ass show, man. I was at Budweiser stage, what was it, 2021, the first show mm. back from like the yeah. pandemic. And it was, you, dude, I had like the best night of my life. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we 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 take it seriously. It's like, you know, and those shows, so, you know, there was no shows at Budweiser stage in Toronto that entire summer, really. And there, yeah. so, you know, I we had the advantage. It was the only game in town. Now, like this summer, there's a new show at Budweiser stage you know, every, uh, every night, but last that summer in 21, you only kind of had our and that was about it. Um, but yeah, you know, I think we, you know, it's funny. It's like, I think about lots of people's jobs, you know, whether it's, you know, radio host, podcasters and any kind of entertainer, like, what are you doing? Like, what is the point? You know, and I listen to a ton of sports pods and I, and those, those podcasts keep me company and they, they're a great distraction from my, my, job and any other things going on in my life like i and i can't even fall asleep without a podcast like they, they keep me they really keep me company so i really think about like my job as an entertainer as a musician it's like you want to make people feel good you want to give people a chance to get away from any problems that they're having that day and just dance and sing and so it's like it's and it's our job to kind of lead lead the dance so that's kind of the way i think about our shows yeah my my guilty pleasure when i go to sleep is wrestling podcasts if you can believe that <laughs> everyone's I got one right <laughs> dude i can't sleep without them it's crazy it's crazy. Um, but I wanted to ask you about, uh, so obviously it's like a pinch me moment every time you guys play. Like I remember back, it's so crazy dating ourselves like 07. I was mm. wrapping up high school and you guys are really, really starting to, to, to make a kick mm. of things. Then I went to Fanshawe College. You guys got even bigger and yeah. look at you now. Uh, but Hockey Night in Canada has to be sort of the pinnacle. Uh, you guys have done a bunch of stuff for them. What's your favorite memory from doing stuff with Hockey Night in Canada? Oh, wow. You know, it's cool. I mean, Okay, I got a couple good ones. Um, recently, last season, I had a great night out with Bexa and Elliot Friedman, and Kelly Rudy showed up. We went, we had drinks and dinner at, at some hotel in Toronto, and it was just so fun getting to hang out with them because obviously, I know them all personally, but to see their chemistry, you know, behind closed doors and how much they like each other, like and and you know, Bexa is just kind of teasing everybody, but kind of loves everybody. <laughs> and I think that that's what makes him. He kind of reminds me of uh, Charles Barkley in that way. You know, Charles Barkley just has such a big heart, but he's also loves giving it to people. But no one really takes it too personally. And he was saying that Bexa was saying that some people come up to me and wonder if me and Elliot hate each other, but we love each other. This is like my best friend. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think the other one is, uh, I got to say, Ron McLean, you know, he's come to Arkell shows for like the last 10 years. And the best part is that he will send a text message the next day recapping the show. And it reads just like a Ron McLean monologue. And and I and then I will read it to the band. 
in his <laughs> voice. And it is, and it is just a joy. It is, he, he is truly like, it's so funny. Like sometimes when people, if anyone ever criticizes Rana, like, I'm like, how could you? Like this dude is the most like well-respected, hardworking does the job better than anybody could ever hope to do, you know? And he's been doing it so consistently for so long. I don't know. I think Ron is such a special guy. It's funny you say that because even my time over at Sportsnet, sort of same thing with with Ron was the fact that uh, he treated you with so much respect, came on this show, same thing. It was like he was on Hockey Night in Canada, but he was talking about the Leafs, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Uh, I, I want to ask you about your uh, your friendship with now the uh, former GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Cal Dubas. Does this mean you're you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan now, or what? You know, I will be rooting for him a bit. You know, I um, I I love Kyle. You know, he we got to know him. His wife is from Hamilton, and when he was the assistant GM with the Leafs, he came by the studio. She kind of like surprised him for like a little birthday visit or something. And the cool thing about Kyle is that we have a lot in common sort of outside of sports. Uh, you know, he's just kind of, he's a really good reader. He's always, in, he's interested in sort of politics and culture and music. And he's just a, a really thoughtful guy. But, um, you know, I was mentioning earlier, you know, like Springsteen and Chris Martin, like what makes them good at their job and like how focused they are. And, you know, anybody who spent time with Kyle, like knows that nobody takes the job more seriously than he does. And he, and he, he's another guy who treats everybody with respect and kindness, you know, from what, from what I've seen. And it's okay to criticize, you know, any decisions he might've made, but I, but I can promise you that he thought any criticism that anybody had for anything that he did, he would have thought of each and every single one of them before actually having to make the choice. Like, cause that's the difference. Like there's 30 opinions. He's the guy that needs to make the choice. And, and hockey, you know, is, is such an unpredictable sport in some ways. And, uh, you know, so, so I think like, I, I'd put him in charge of literally anything. <laughs> like he's just that kind of guy. You put him in charge of any organization, any business, any government. I want someone like Kyle Dubas there. Nice. Max Dubas isn't there anymore. They got a new man in town and they've shaken up the Leafs a little bit. We got kind of a different look going on. What's your thoughts on the Leafs this year? And uh, are you excited? You think they got better? Is it, uh, is it time to make a run? What's it looking like? You know, I think I'm a believer in in the law of averages, you know, and the and the and the core is so talented. And I just feel like law of averages say that something good is gonna happen, you know? You would think. Like, like, you know, it was whatever, was it 19 years of not getting past the first round? Law of averages got we got a second round. Okay. So law of averages say with this core group and them maturing, uh, you know, it's the 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 puck has to deflect our way once in a while, you know, and if someone has to screen the goalie once in a while, you know, I think it's going to be. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One day, one day, that's what we say in Leafs Nation. Uh, I was going to ask you about that that mentors trip. Like, I thought that was so cool. And the, the story is just funny how it worked out. But you, you went on the road with the Leafs a couple of years ago. How was that? It was cool. Yeah. I didn't quite understand it when Kyle asked if I wanted to go. I was like, what, what am I doing? I'm your mentor? Like, what the, what is this? And I think, I think the reality is, is that so everybody brought, every player brought somebody who was significant in their life, in their upbringing that made them the person that they are today. So it could be a hockey coach. It could be a teacher. It could be, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to be a family member. And my instinct is, my, is that Kyle was like, Max can entertain himself. <laughs> I, got, I got lots of stuff to do. Max has toured before. I don't need to hold Max's hand in New York City. So we we had a great time. We sat on the plane together. We went for dinner. We But like Kyle was also working. So it, it was like, I think if he had to take probably somebody from his, from his past, he might have had to feel more beholden to them but he's like i got stuff to do <laughs> but it was great it was really fun getting to know uh getting to know a bunch of people that made those players and, and then who they are today that reminds me of the, the father's trips they still do they're the best you know you all the dads are coming on the road and they're staying in the oh, hotels eating the meals going out for dinners and everything else it's uh it's the best i'm glad you got to do that so um fun. when like growing up to me like thinking of the leafs i mean i'm out west here but just for some reason that pat quinn era was just mm -hmm. what it was for me when you growing like what what was it for you that just hooked you on the Leafs going back to when you were a kid that kind of was I guess you're right in the thick of it you probably got a million of them but what era stands out to you yeah you know I um so I'm a year younger than you and so yeah it would have been you know like sort of like the Dougie Gilmore originally like you know Wendell Clark Felix Potvin I remember like drawing a lot of pictures of Felix Potvin um yeah but our neighbors, so I grew up in downtown Toronto, and then I went to McMaster in Hamilton for, for school where I met the guys in the band. But my neighbor around the corner is Rob Pearson. And do you remember Rob Pearson? He played for the Leafs for a few years in that sort of like mid-90s yeah. uh, team. And I remember he gave us some of his old sticks. We'd knock on his door. We asked if he wanted to play in the in the alleyway, which he did occasionally. Uh, so, yeah, so just being in downtown Toronto. And also you know, even going to Maple Leaf Gardens. You know, so my uncle, he worked at – uh, like an advertising agency and they'd have tickets uh and so i get to go to the leafs game sometimes at the gardens which is really cool just down the street from where i lived and uh yeah i don't know going to shoeless joe's on a saturday night with my <laughs> own you, know, uh, you know eating a bunch of wings having 19 cokes <laughs> you know? um but yeah no i mean and then of course you know like the sundean area was, re was really fun too uh but yeah it's it, you know it's uh toronto sports you know at its best is, is pretty amazing Oh, just watching the Blue Jays right now. It just shows you Toronto sports. You're, you're with them at the best time of the worst times as well. So, Max, I'm happy we had you on this show because, man, I don't know who we need to talk to. The goal song. Like, it it, it has to change. We're, we're, I don't know. I don't know where you stand in this conversation. It's a, it's a big conversation uh, in, in Leafs Nation for sure. But would you change the goal song? And if you were to do that, 
I nominated Narkel's song, so I'll bring a couple your way that I like that could make sense for this. Years in the making, knocking mm-hmm. at the door, or mm-hmm. eyes on the prize. What song would you pick uh, of of the Arkells to be the new goal song of the Leafs? I feel like knocking at the door lends itself the yeah. best because you know it's funny. The, do you, uh, Jay, do you like the goal song? No, I can't stand it. And <laughs> knocking at the door to me is like coming onto the ice. You come down the tunnel yeah. and that bomb, bomb, yeah. womp. I would be fucking jacked to come out to that. That's what <laughs> I, uh, we, had, we had 50 mission cap that we came up to, which is pretty wicked, but uh, that would be pretty oh. rad too. I like that for a, a come out song. Goal song I have trouble with, but it's just terrible right now. That's all yeah, I Yeah, it, it definitely feels a little like, it's, it gives like a major key, upbeat, kind of boppy, kind of, but it maybe feels a little silly. Like it, it's not yeah. as, like you want something that feels maybe a little like more minor key aggressive a little more like you know fist pumping as opposed to 80s dancing because <laughs> yeah. hollow notes is like 80s <laughs> like this um so yeah you know it's funny i like hollow notes it's not something that doesn't totally bother me and it puts a smile on people's faces but but you're right like when you do hear a song i'm trying to think like uh yeah something that has bring back kerncraft remember that I don't remember Zombie that. Nation. Zombie Nation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about, like, what's the Kanye song that they usually do? I feel um, like... Power? Yeah, Power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's a clap, though. Like, I don't know, because... I don't know. It's it's a raging debate in this market, and I think all three of us know why that song is in place. It's a Brendan Shanahan thing. I think we all know that. Um, oh, is, is that why? Some, there's something around Brendan Shanahan. I don't know if it's wife or kid or somebody loves that song, and that's why it's the song. That that's alleged. What I a lot of people are saying. So. You know what? Though, to be honest, like I kind of want like to stay out of it. Like if I, <laughs> if, if Brandon Shannon was like, yo, Arkells, we're going to give you the song. I'd be like, you know what? I can't deal with Leafs Nation. Like, <laughs> like if it goes good, like we get all the spoils, but if it, if it goes bad, it's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, here we are talking about it on a random podcast, right? Yeah, no, I like the conversation, but I'm honestly kind of terrified of uh, Toronto sports when things go bad and just looking to blame people. Because, you know, like between my friendship with Dubis and, you know, my friendship with, with Nick Nurse with the Raptors, which is just like, as a Toronto sports fan, I'm just like giddy with excitement that I get to kind of interact with these people. But online, you'd be like, fuck the Arkells. Like when the Leafs lose, <laughs> you know? Like I'm like, I have nothing to do with it. I'm just a guy. So like maybe the Leafs song, I might, I might just stay away from it. Yeah, Max, it's been a tough summer for you between Nurse and Dubas, eh? No, my guys, they're out of there. But uh, it's okay. It was a good chapter, good era. It was, That's it was. Bit. Yeah. Rosie, you got one more? Max. Mm-hmm. Can I hit you with some Canadian artists and you got to pick your favorite out of the two, all right? I love it. I put this together this morning. Okay, start <laughs> off Tragically Hip or Blue Rodeo? Ooh, that's a great. <laughs> you know what? I was talking about Cuddy the other day, and Cuddy is so inspiring, too. That guy is a gamer. Have you ever played hockey with him? No, dude. I've never met him, but like, I just, he's unbelievable. Yeah. I wish I'm stuck out west here. I can't get to know these You know, guys. honestly, next time that you see Blue Radio coming through town, he will have his hockey equipment with him. And you should just hit him up and say, let's go for a skate. Uh, you know, he will. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Um, but I think, I mean, out of respect, I think you just got to go with the hip. You know, we toured with the hip across Canada in 2013, coast to coast. We learned oh, so much from them. We, sick. we, um, we made our uh, our second record at their studio in Bath, Ontario. So, you know, we have a long history with that band. And obviously, uh, they mean so much to Canadians. But that said, I love Blue Rodeo. Love their career. They've done amazing things. Hard pick. 
hard to pick. Tom Cochran or Brian Adams? Oh, I'm a Brian Adams guy. We've covered uh, Run to You. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brian, man. Brian's got an amazing career. He's done a lot of cool stuff. Unreal, unreal. Uh, the Beebs or Drake? <laughs> Ooh, good question. I think I like Beebs, uh, but I'm going to go with Drake. Drake's my age. He's also half Jewish. <laughs> oh, there you go. From Toronto. We got a lot in common. Yeah. Oh, we're going to throw a curveball here. Celine Dion or Rita McNeil? <laughs> Ooh, I think I got to go with Celine. I think it's my move. All right. Uh, uh, last one I had was Alanis Morissette or Shania Twain. Oh, you know what? Um, I, I had the pleasure of hanging with Shania uh, after yep. her show a couple weeks ago in Toronto. We have some mutual friends and I went to the show and then after we hung out for like an hour in her dressing oh, room. No it, okay. it, was just, cool. it was just her husband, myself and a couple friends. And I asked her every probably annoying question about her career and how basically like how she does her job. Like, I, like I, the same kind of questions you were asking me. It was like, when do you eat? How do you warm up? What blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, did, I did that for her, but she was so cool. And she's another one that takes it really seriously. And she designs every one of her outfits on this tour that she's on right now. And uh, yeah, Shania is, I, I gotta give it to Shania. I love Lannis, but Shania would be my answer. Kicking ass and Love taking it. names, uh, Max. Excellent stuff. Congratulations on the new album, the tour coming soon, starting in Philadelphia on the 29th. And I uh, appreciate you taking some time today, bud. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm sure I'll see you guys around. I'll see you, uh, see you in downtown Toronto, Nick.